Well, hello, kids. Still sober with John Rabin. Uh, clean time log, ep- this episode, that'd be year 10, week 17. And um, nice to see you, metaphorically speaking. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. And uh, yeah, if you're a sober person and trying to stay sober during the holidays, good good on you. Good luck. It's um, it can be uh, stressful for a lot of people. It's uh, it's also a good time to say fuck it because it's like, well, let me f- say fuck it for the holidays and ride that quote unquote fuck it all the way through um, through the New Year's and then I'll do my New Year's resolution. Huh? Get back on the horse after the back on the wagon. Get back on the horse. Get back on the horse wagon. Get back on the wagon being pulled by a horse. You get me. So, you know, because it's also there's there's a nice thought. Your thoughts come in and they're very much uh, 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 trying to convince you that it's like, look, who are you really doing this for? Nobody's there's no award. You know, you're not. You know, you're not going to, you know, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, uh, except that it does because, and here's the deal. Because I could, I could buy into the, the argument that the amount of consistent, like consecutive days or consecutive time all compacted together for being sober isn't really important as important as like, and I brought it up the mindset, the idea that this is who I am now. Right. And so it's, it sounds like the only reason to collect clean time consecutive, for example, the start date of this episode being year 10, week 17 for me. Right. You know, and because that does sound impressive, but that is a little sort of pat on the back ish. That why are we, why would you even do that? What's the point? And the point is that the longer that you have sobriety time, the longer that you have clean time, that you are sober consecutively, it's you're reinforcing your new behavioral patterns, you're reinforcing your new lifestyle, who you are now. Without You're not going back to the way things were. You can never go home again, kind of a, kind of a thought, right? Um, so it's reinforcing your new behavioral patterns but, um, and a mindset and allowing you to, you know, really reinforce it really you know bring it home um but more importantly is that is this which is say you decide to say fuck it and you try to go back what'll happen is you'll drink or do drugs again and you're like i'm back but 
you'll be thinking about the fact that you just fucked it up. Recovery and sobriety ruins getting getting wasted. It just ruins it because you're going to sit there because you're not going to be able to fully let go temporarily or whatever and go, nope, this is it. This is, I'm going to get fucked up for a couple of weeks and then I'll get back to it. I'm going to have a lot of fun for two weeks, guilt-free. I have convinced myself that I can go back and be the way that I was for just two weeks, right? Because that's why I got sober in the first place, because I could handle my shit. So I'm going to go back to that point where I think that I can handle my shit this time. Because unlike every single other person that has addiction issues, I can go back and do it right. I surely won't go back to the way it was. I, I, I mean, with all this time, clearly I can go back, right? I don't, I don't immediately start at the very bottom again, do I? Yes, you do. Uh, and, uh, but that's the thing. Even if you try, you can't forget that you were in recovery or that you were sober. You can't just disregard it and cut that part of your brain out and throw it away, put that on hold and like and freeze time. Now let's go party over here like it's a Rick and Morty episode, right? And you're just going to go do everything that you want while everything else is frozen, nothing's changed. Live your life over here. You know, do your do your I want to do 2 weeks of hedonism and enjoy it and then come back. And then, all right, unfreeze time. And we're back into it. That's not how it works. It sucks, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this is where you're at. That you can't say, fuck it, relapse. I'm sorry that you can't convince yourself to relapse and enjoy it. Take it from me. I have... um, I've ruined my sobriety time multiple times. Never like a long stretch. I've never fucked it up a long time, but I, you know, I never hit 90 days, but once my current run. But it's always, I've always kind of almost hit 90. You know, I've done 30 days multiple times. I've done 60, um, two or three times. I can't remember, but like, you know, where you have a good stretch And the thing is, you go back to it, and I can tell you that even with that, it's not like, because you can convince yourself with only 30 days of sobriety or only 60 days of sobriety that that's nothing, that that's not very long, that you can, ah, you can get that back. That's, that's hardly any time at all. What is there to feel guilty about? But you do. It's there. You, you know, and then afterwards, oh, man, it's not great. You get the remorse and you get the like, oh, that wasn't nearly as fun. And, and I don't think that that was worth it. I can't do anything. You feel like a failure. You feel like you can't even pull off something as easy as not doing something. So ultimately, it's not worth it. Also, here's the other thing about it. 
when you're at the point that you need to be in recovery or you need to be sober, when you're at that point, you've done a lot of things. You've experienced a lot of using, a lot of um, getting wasted. And um, so it's not like you got to go back because you didn't uncover every every stone looking for uh, dopamine rushes, right? It's not like, you know, there's some experiences I was never able to have that I could totally have if I get drunk over these holidays. And also it's, you know, it's, I don't think that it's, worth it if you're dealing with stuff at home like the stress of dealing with family or whoever over the holidays that uh yeah that it's tempting to numb out so that you don't have to deal with uh family shit i totally get that um but once again afterwards the the guilt of doing it is it it just even that it's not worth it so let me encourage you that even though and and you may be feeling like that you're not as strong as you have been because you've been you know let's say you're, you're on a good streak right now and maybe even last christmas it wasn't so bad. And then the one before was during the pandemic, so you didn't really see anybody, and you're like, best Christmas ever. Um, so that you're feeling the pressure this holidays as opposed to last holidays. And it's weird because you didn't have a problem last year, but you have a problem this year, and you're wondering, like, what the fuck's going on? Well... Your brain and your, you know, dealing with this, this bullshit is never consistent. You're not the same at the same time of the year every year. Like I said, year 10, week 17 of being clean and sober. And it, it's not, and it hasn't been consistent every year. Like everything's different. It's, there's, you know, your brain is just, it, it, nobody understands you know, you, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to figure you out. So don't be so hard on yourself, you know, and I, you know, then don't feel bad because you're tempted. That's just your brain. It's, it's something, you know, just, just write it out. Just, just work through it. Don't feel guilty about thoughts. Thoughts are not real. Do that. It's that whole, you know, examine where the thoughts came from before they, those thoughts bring up emotions that make you uh, act a certain way that you don't want to act. You know, you revisit the thoughts. Where did it come from? Um, Self-talk, try to figure out why that's coming up. But you're going to be all right. So hang in there. Boy, I did not expect that to uh that's how i was gonna do uh, half this episode uh, i i didn't expect it but you know what i think that's appropriate holiday pep talk that's gonna be the name of this up ep- this fucking episode i swear 
Um, I'm looking forward to the holidays. This is weird. It's the holidays are different. And um, here's, you know, if you're newly sober, right? And you're wondering um, if it gets better. I mean, you, and you hear people talk and explain how things get better. You know, you just keep going, just grind it out and it slowly gets better over time. Sure, things get up, go up and down, but like, I'll, exp you know, here's just an example of how things are different. And I can, I can use the holidays as an example, right? Early on, when I got sober, like really early on, it was real, like, low expectations for a family gathering. My mom, who's an organizer of stuff, when we were all coming together, everybody gets an assignment of what to bring. And I got the same assignment as college kids in the family. It's like the mother's side of the family. So it's like, you know, grandmother and aunts and uncles and cousins and the cousins' kids and everything else. And, and so I was on the same level as the oldest kids of my cousins. So I'm 40 and I get the same assignment as 18 and 19 year olds who are going out to college, which is bring soda. Like just a three liter of Dr. Pepper. Can you bring that? Yeah, I can. I'm like, I, I realize that I'm having problems, you know, functioning. I, I get it. I'm, I'm starting over here, but it's a little patronizing. <laughs> you know, like, but here's the other thing. I didn't have a car. So they're like taking me there and they're like, oh, so make sure you bring, okay. So I got to stop somewhere. So my, so basically my responsibility for the family gathering is on the way to grandma's house or wherever we're having the, the big gathering. We need to stop at a convenience store so I can run in and buy a three liter of Dr. Pepper and then get back in the car to be driven to the Christmas gathering because that's all, you know, this is the bare minimum that I can do. Um, so I go from that. What? Yeah, 10, 10 plus, you know, 10, 10 and a half years ago. I go from that to... Um, to now, which is, you know, and over time, it's, then it was, uh, oh, maybe I can actually afford to get people gifts this year. Like year, year two of being sober, I can afford to get gifts. And I'm going to do the bare minimum there by instead of being creative and actually doing some research and actually, you know, doing some shopping and looking around, I just got everybody books because I felt that everybody needed to read more. But that's some self-centered shit because I had just been locked up for six months 
in jail and then in treatment. And I read a ton of books while I was there. And I thought, well, everybody needs to read. Really, John? Does everybody need to go to jail too for six months? Actually, now that I say that out loud, everybody should go to jail for six months because I think it will actually, it would actually, I think it might be a good perspective change for some people to kind of figure out, you know, appreciate certain aspects of uh, their freedom and, um, you know, maybe develop some empathy. And All right, I'm getting off track. Anyway, so I go there to now. Now where I'm at, where I'm at, I'm married. And apparently one of the benefits of being married for me is that I married someone who likes to shop and buying gifts for other people for Christmas is an excuse to go shopping and keep, you know, and browse through and look at deals. So I'm married to somebody who likes to shop and likes a good deal. I mean, that, that's apparently the rush is the, oh my God, look how much money I saved. Even though in my mind, the ultimate savings is not buying this the shit and then just you save that money that you didn't spend but that's that's apparently not how that works right so i don't have to i don't have to do the shopping i can just make suggestions for what does your brother want what does your dad want what do you think uh, your dad's wife wants what does your mom want like all this i'm like i don't know it doesn't matter Instead, I get to just put my nose to the grindstone and like, you know what, you, babe, you do the shopping. That's great. I'm going to go to work and work hard to make the money to pay for all this shit that you're buying. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. So, so that's interesting. So that's what, and that's the other thing is this year is the first time in my life that for Christmas we're having people over we're hosting a Christmas I've never been in that situation before and it feels um, awkward no it doesn't it actually feels good it's, uh, it's interesting though it's like oh wow so we're hosting Christmas and my wife is going to cook and, you know, that, and that's, you know, it's not a big gathering, but uh, wow, Merry Christmas, everybody. It's, it's interesting. It's, and it just, it shows a, it's, it's yet another thing that I can look at and it allows um, reinforcement for any kind of possible temptation to go drinking is, or to, temptation to do drugs which is not uh, also not there for me because uh, you know the hassle for having to do that um, and just you know it's I don't I don't have those circles anymore but the the drinking part just like any kind of the, it's a good reinforcement when you you know the the perspective the thought process uh, 
about it. It's, what am I trying to say? You know what it is? It's this, it's why I do this podcast once a week is it allows me to think about things like this, to actually sit there and reflect and go, all right, so 10 years ago, John, why don't you pick up a three liter of Dr. Pepper to 10 years later, married, hosting Christmas with gifts that my wife um, shopped for and I paid for. So it's like to, you know, provide it. By the way, it's not, that's not true. I paid for half. My wife makes uh, as much, if not a little bit more than me. Um, but uh, you know what? It's a partnership. Who am I? Who am I trying to brag to? Anyway, it's good. Is what I what I'm long short story long. It's good to reflect and to encourage your, um, yourself to keep progressing. It's good to look back on previous Christmases and go. How am I these holidays versus last year versus the year before? And maybe you're not doing as well as you were last year. Then look at the year before and the year before. Don't, you know, map it out and see how you're doing. And if you're doing worse than the year before, and I don't mean financially, I mean emotionally, um, with recovery, with your mental health with everything else. Just see, you know, that and realize that it's not a competition, that you that that life is not always you're you're just it's all going up every year. It's like a graph. It's like a business. We've got to be profitable and more profitable every year. It's not like that. It's ups and downs. You know, it's it's you know But reflection is good and it allows you to sit there and, and, and see what you've done right, what you've done wrong, and how can you improve on that. I, I believe that's called growth. Anyway, happy holidays, everybody. Um, we'll, uh, uh, we'll talk next week. How about that? Same time next week. Our, our time is up. There it is. Stillsoberpod at gmail.com. Um, later. Yeah.